Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to do Fear versus Faith, Session 4. Yes, Fear versus Faith, Session 4. Demons are spirit beings who have personality and intelligence. Demons can and often do live in the bodies of unbelievers and uses their voice to talk. Um, to talk. They enslave such individuals and influence them towards evil immorality and destructions. Those involved in spiritualism and magic sorceries are dealing with evil spirits that can easily lead to demonic bondage. Evil spirits will be especially active in the last days of this age, prompting, promoting the occult, immorality, violence, cruelty, and, yeah, imbalance. And so let's get into the word of God. Let's go into John, John chapter 12, verse 31. And this is what the word of God says in verse 31. Um, sorry, now is the time for the judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And so Jesus Christ's binding of Satan, accomplishing part through his driving out demons and more completely in his death and resurrection shatters the power of Satan's realm and restores the power of God's kingdom. Let me say that sentence again. Jesus Christ's binding of Satan, accomplishing in part through his driving out demons and more completely in his death and resurrection shatters the power of Satan's realm and restores the power of God's kingdom. Satan is still active as the ruler of the prince of this world. Satan has influence in the world and uses the things of the world against Christ in the church. This is why the friendship of the world is enmity with God. As believers, we are supposed to be pilgrim on this earth. We're supposed to be strangers on this earth. We're not supposed to copy the behaviors and custom of this world because the reason why is the enemy against God. And so God don't want us to copy the behaviors of this world because we start acting like the devil's child instead of his child. Let's get back into the word of God. So let's go into 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 16. And this is what the word of God says. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, in the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Let me say that verse 17 again. Listen to that clearly. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. And I went down to verse 17 instead of to 16, but it's all good. But it's, it's something rich for our soul. So in the world, believers are strangers in pilgrimage. And um, they, are, they, they are called out ones from the world who are exhorted to no longer conform to the world or love the world. We are to overcome the world and hate the world's evil dying to the world and be, be delivered from the world. The world system is temporary and will be destroyed by God. Let me say it again. The world system is temporary and will be destroyed by God. God is going to destroy the world. That's why he don't want us to be copying the behaviors and custom of the world because he's going to come and destroy the world in the demons and everyone who rejected him. 
So can demons be possessed as a child of God filled with the Holy Spirit? So can a demon possess a child of God filled with the Holy Spirit? Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Can a demon, God's power is much stronger than a demon. So the demon can really possess it, but let's go into the word of God and see what the word of God says. Let's go into 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and we're going to go down to verse 15 through 18. Look what the word of God says. What harmony is there between Christ and Bella? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Verse 17. Therefore, come out from them and be separated, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. Verse 18, and I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And so we are supposed to come from among the world. We're not supposed to copy the behaviors of the world. See, we copy the behaviors of the world. We acting like a devil's child, and we're not acting like God's child. We are called to change from our wicked ways with the power of the Holy Spirit, which is much stronger than demonic spirits. But it takes our part as human beings to cooperate with God. Yeah, that's the word right there. Cooperate with God. God is not going to do it just because you go to church on Sunday. God is not going to do it just because you might sing in a choir or you might usher or you might do something good for the pastor. No, 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 no. That's not the God we serve. We got to cooperate with God. What do I mean, Don Tisha? I mean that we got to bad in him and he has to bad in us. We got to take our responsibilities to stick the kingdom of God first. We got to pray in season and out of season. We got to build a relationship with our Heavenly Father. We got to consistently do that. We can't just temporary and try God and see if it works. <laughs> Jesus help us. And so Apostle Paul argues that a born again believer is the temple of God, a place of a habitation for the Holy Spirit. Likewise, we must never discredit um, our bodies as the spirit's dwelling place by allowing demons access. Although an evil spirit cannot live along the side of the Holy Spirit within, within the true believer, there may be circumstances in which an evil spirit lives in an individual who is actively in the process of conversion, but has not yet been fully regenerated by the spirit. So conversions may at times require the driving out demons from a person who sincerely desires who sincerely desires to follow Christ, yet is undergoing problems with certain sins. So what is it saying, Dante? She is saying that, hey, I believe in God. I'm going to follow the Lord. I, 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 I'm asking the Lord to please take me away from my sins. But everything, <coughs> excuse me, everything is a process. So sometimes it takes a while before it, we be delivered out of that sin, but God will deliver us out of that if we desire to be following him. See, God knows our desires. See, we cannot fool God. He already knows our desires. If we really, truly desire to seek him, if we really, truly desire to be with him, if we really, truly desire to change from our wicked ways, God knows our desires. Hmm. My God, my God. So do, do believers have power over Satan and his demons? Yes, we have power over Satan and his demons. Jesus promised true believers authority over the power of Satan and his cohorts. One on occasions in Acts 9, 9 4, verse 15, evil spirits declared, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are ye? By knowing Jesus in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, we can confront and break the power that demons exert over us and others. 
As disciples in God's kingdom, we are called to wage intense spiritual warfare through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we are fighting as a spiritual warfare in the heavenly places. That's why we speak in tongues. That's why we draw close to God, for we can trample over the devil that we do not see naturally. He's in the spirit realm. His demonic and evil spirits are in the spirit realm. That's the purpose of us having the power and authority that Jesus gives us to be able to do. Hmm. My God, my God. But we cannot do that. Just by going to church on Sunday. No, we just can't do that. We got to get into the word of God. We got to really be disciples. We really got to be disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. If we really want power over the enemy, if we really want power over our anxiety, if we really want power over our fears, if we really want power over our stress and our worries, we really got to draw close to God and we got to cooperate with him. He don't got to cooperate with us. He has already paid the price 2,000 years ago up on the cross. He has already done his part. So it's our part if we really want to change from our wicked ways and turn from our sin to really be desiring his will. Above all other things else. Anything else above everything else. We got to desire his will. He said He said in his word, if you can't leave mother, father, sister, brother, sisters, um, aunties, uncles, he said something like that. Maybe I might paraphrase you too many family members, but I'm just saying, if you can't pick up your cross and follow him every day, you're not his disciple. You're not his child. And so in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 14 through 19, this is what the word of God says. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their psychonosis and everyone praised him. He went to the Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the psychonosis as, um, as was the, his custom. He stood up and to read and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him a roll in it and found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of the sight for the blind to set the oppressors free to proclaim the, the, the year of the Lord's favor. And so Jesus Jesus um, gives the purpose of his spirit anointed ministry here to preach the gospel to the poor, to destitute and the, the afflicted, the humble, the crushed in the spirit, the brokenhearted and those who tremble in at his word to heal those who are bruised and oppressed. The healings involves the whole person, both physically and spiritually to open the spiritual eyes of those blinded by the world and Satan in order that they might see the truth of God's good news. The pro to proclaim the time of true freedom and salvation from Satan's dominion, sin, fear, and guilt. You see that we are God's children. We are called to pro proclaim the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ, not for ourselves. Yes, we have been delivered from oppression. Yes, we have been delivered from the bondage of sin, but it was time for us to pick up our cross and follow the Lord Jesus Christ, for we can start doing our Father's work as he did in us. We can do it for God's children out here in the world that's still blinded, that's still sick, that's still going through pain, that's still brokenhearted. It is time for his children to wake up and start doing his will because we are anointed for it. <laughs> We are anointed for it. We are the next generation out of the millennial to come out to be bold and courageous and strong in the Lord and go walk the walk that he tells us to walk and do what he tells us because he said his sheep knows his voice. Hmm. My God, my God, my God. 
So all those who are filled with the Spirit are called to share the gospel. All of all of God's children who is filled with the Holy Spirit is called to share the gospel. They're not called to live by your expectations. They're not called to live what you think they're supposed to be. They are called to do what God called them to do. Let's go into Matthew. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 through 20. The word of God says this. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You see that. So God's people are promised authority and power to proclaim the gospel throughout the world. But first they must obey Jesus' command to wait for the promise of the Father when it is the power of the Holy Spirit. And so when the power of the Holy Spirit has coming up on God's children, has anointed God's children to go out and preach the gospel, to preach the gospel to the nation, they go. I love you, but we got to go. <laughs> we can't stay here. We got to go do what God called us to do. That's what he's anointing us for, to go preach the gospel to other good news. Hmm. See, that's the thing about it. God does not want to be in a box. God came to save the lost. He came to save the people from sin and sickness and diseases. God works through his children for them to go out to do his great calling for his glory. So have you ever wondered about your purpose in life? Know that you have been called by God to teach others about who he is and what it means to follow him. You see that as believers, yes, you have been called to teach others about who is God and who he is and um, his authority for they can know who he is, for they can know the God that you serve. God gave us the authority to do so and has promised to not leave us or, um, on our own, but to be with us always. And so how do we do spiritual conflict against Satan? How do we do spiritual conflict against Satan? Let me get to it because it's almost my time is almost run now. So let's go into Mark chapter 3, verse 27. Mark chapter 3, verse 27. The word of God says this. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. And so first be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's where we have power and authority. Second, entering Satan's house, any place where he has a stronghold, attacking any and overpowering him by the prayers and proclamation of the word and destroying his weapons of demonic and deception and temptation. And so number three, carrying off his possessions, delivering those who have been held captive by Satan power and giving them over to God so that they may receive forgiveness and sanctification through faith in Jesus Christ. That's how we conquer the enemy. We conquer the enemy because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Give us that power and authority to trample over him. And we can come against Satan by the blood of Jesus Christ. When God says we can do it, we can do it. And he'll snatch the demons out because he has the power and authority over the demons. There can't no devil in hell stop our God. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.